Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. As always, it's been another week, and I'm just glad I had the privilege to wake up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is what I want to say my week has been. I, it's not been the easiest. Probably that's kind of my own fault. Just... I need to take a little bit of a break away from work and, and stop working. I work all the time. Um, but other than that, everything's been going okay. Um, how about yourself? Um, it's been going good. Uh, just getting through, you know, the beginning of the holiday season, or I guess midway through the holiday season, since this year seems like it wants to rush by. You know, just trying to make sure we've got everyone on our list that we're taking that we're getting Christmas things for, which isn't a big list this year. We've kind of narrowed it down to, you know, mostly children and a couple other people. And um, other than that, you know, just trying to get through the week. Trying to get through the week. So I'll give you some uh, fun antidotes about your your nephews. Um, (laughs) So we had this big fight this morning Mm. before the alarms went off. So my children woke up early to find their elf on the shelf who is named Booger. Um, okay. There has been a discussion about changing his name to Candy Cane Sparkle, mm. um, but that didn't really sit well. He's still Booger right now. Okay. So Booger is in a bowl with water in it, and um, is this actual water or actual water? Okay. And uh, uh, cotton balls on top of the water, and Booger's in the tub on top of the cotton balls with. Body wash, a towel, his hat is off, taking a bath. Mm. Oh, and he has a little, like a little scrubber face thing. Look like his <laughs> washcloth. I mean, it's a thing going on. Okay, okay. So the kids are up early in the morning, running around, doing what they do. And a fight breaks out. I tell, this is what happened. I don't let the boys take, uh, go in the bathroom at the same time anymore. They cannot brush their teeth and wash their face at the same time. In the same room because I can't do it anymore. Mm. We know we one goes, the other goes in. Okay. So yesterday, my youngest child went first. So today, I told my oldest child to go first. Okay. Simple as that. So a few minutes go by, and my oldest says he's done, and my youngest comes to my room while I'm still asleep. Wakes me up to says, basically, I'm trying to sleep. He says, my brother is lying. He did not. So my oldest brother, oh my oldest child comes to the doorway and starts acting a mother effing fool. Mm. I did! I washed my face and brushed my teeth. Yes, I did. I mean, a fool. And I'm like, it's not 6:30 a.m. yet. Yo, fools, like what's going on? So like I and so what happens was my oldest grabs my youngest arm and pulls him. So you know my youngest pushes him back. And so now they're fighting. I'm like you know I'm trying to referee still laying in the bed with my CPAP mask on. People like I'm 
CPAP. <laughs> and so uh, finally I'm like, I get everyone calm. Mm-hmm. I allow my oldest to speak. I allow my youngest to speak. And I said, you all, there's an answer to this. Oldest child, please come to me and breathe in my face. I take my mask out, just breathe in my face. He sinks down and says, I didn't do it. Mm. Mm. As a parent, I felt like extremely disappointed because mm. he acted a fool. What I thought was that my youngest didn't know what he was talking about, that he did it, did it quick, probably hap- haphazardly, poor job, but did it. He didn't do it because he didn't. He just didn't want to. He mm. just... And he just burst out into tears. He's crying and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, I let him calm, calm down. I'm, you know, I'm still half asleep. It's the alarm hasn't gone off yet. <laughs> I even told him, don't talk to me if I have my CPAP on. You see mm. this? Don't talk to me. Mm. Your mommy's in Bane mode. Don't talk but, to me. They don't respect it. So mm. anyway, and so I talked to him about it. And I'm like, we're going to talk to Sensei because he'll get his belt taken. Mm. Because I was like, part of you being in karate is having integrity. And I said, and now I can't trust you. Mm. Oh. I'm sure that hurt. Oh my gosh. Y'all, yeah. he's still, I'm still trying to put him together after he f- collapsed on the floor and melted into a piece, shattered in pieces. Mm. Um, so we talked about it and we talked about his consequences and we talked about, you know, we 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 went through it and he explained why he told the story. And, you know, I, I did not give him the space to not go first. And not that it's okay, but lying is unacceptable. My youngest knows he will not get in trouble. Over if He won't get in trouble if he tells me the truth. You tell me the truth, we can work it out. It's when you lie. And so we, we talked about trust. And so that's what our, our, our my morning started with. And so mm. then I roll over, because I don't hear my husband at all. Like, is he, how's he sleeping through all this insanity? I roll over. He is two inches away from my face because he also wears a CPAP. He's like, man, that don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> now he stayed tucked. Like, ah, oh, these kids, boy. They, They'll they, get you. They're going to wear me out. They're going to they gonna wear me out. I love them. They, but it wasn't even 630 in the morning, y'all. <sighs> y'all out here wilding on booger. Y'all out here fighting each other. You out here put you put on a whole show, y'all. He was a whole like the lights, the the waterworks. He was, you know, what he yeah. was, and he was mad that he got busted. Right. And so he just had to keep up the lie. Mm. And how many times did we do that? We act a fool to keep up the lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been you all this could be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. My bad. It was me. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because he's a kid doing it. You know, how many adults do that to this day. So, yeah. I'm probably one of them. So, let's go ahead and get get right into it. I got a fun fun truth for us today. Well, at least I think it's fun, but I can make fun of anything, so that's that <laughs> doesn't really It's very subjective. <laughs> exactly. Um I did have my truth up and now it's all down. All right, so let's get into our first truth. This truth is titled 7 years ago, I took a Lowe's gift card from my dead grandma's house. So months before she passed away, my grandma bought and returned a faulty power washer worth $279. Lowe's gave her money back on the gift card and she never spent it. 
She passed away from a stroke, and when we were in her house going over the will and making arrangements, I saw an inconspicuous Lowe's gift card in her junk drawer and quietly pocketed it. I totally didn't know if it had money or not, but I figured she may have not had a chance to shop at Lowe's since it was an hour away. I get home and check the balance, and the full amount was there. I ended up going on a, a tool spree, bought a badass impact and a bunch of hand tools. I still feel a bit bad after seven years. Mm. With this one, I don't know. It's 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 hard because warranted. I, I, I guess in that in the context, he said he did say steal. He stole, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in, in this case, my first thought was Grandma's not here to use it. Not necessarily that you should take it, but I don't know if grandma had left any information there for who was supposed to, um, I guess, be given the gift card. I don't know if that was in the will. There's a lot of information there as far as gift cards. I wonder, it makes me wonder, do people actually, um, if they have gift cards, do they put that in their will? Like, for example, my my wife is a person who has a whole little uh, pocketbook thing. Uh, it's the same thing I remember um, back in the day they used to keep their cigarettes in. Mm-hmm. But my wife has like a thing like, hey, you've seen it, of gift cards to all kind of places. And we have we have a will and everything. We wrote all this stuff up, got it notarized. You all, you know, we're there to help so we can get our signatures and everything cleared on it. The gift cards aren't listed. And so... I don't know. With that one, I feel kind of weird about it. It will be part of the estate, and it will just be divided evenly amongst the the way that you have it identified. Unless okay. you explicitly state, I want so-and-so to get all my gift cards. Can we? Can you divvy up the gift cards specifically to people? Yes, you can. Ah, oh, man. You can absolutely, but you have to rewrite your will and put it in the will uh, that way. I feel like I would be that busy to just specifically get gift cards in like weird amounts. And divvy it up to people just because I would want somebody to have to sit and listen to it if I was gone. I think that would be kind of funny, though. If you yeah. think about it, just have this random yeah. stack of cards. Yeah. But my husband is so kind. So in his in our will, he willed his uh, the his watches to his sons. And so, you know, I ain't, I ain't got no kids. But he going to try to, hey, don't you think so-and-so should get your diamond tennis bracelet? I'm like, I ain't even dead yet. <laughs> Why are you giving away my stuff? And I'm still here. <laughs> Maybe I want it buried with me. Right. I was going to wear that. <laughs> now I feel all guilty because you all kind and sweet. <laughs> Trying to give. No, but I think that uh, it's just equally divided amongst the okay. state. But I think it would be quirky. Like when we're millionaires, yes, baby, speak that in existence. Oh, yeah. Get a $50,000 Visa gift card mm. and then a $27 gift card. <laughs> He's like, oh, so that's how they felt about me? Well, I ain't here now, so. 3,800. And no, just randomly. I'm like, okay, so this is what I did. I put various amounts and wrote numbers one through. <laughs> and remember that time y'all were at my house? I said, pick a number one through 10. <laughs> Who still has the number? You know what I'm saying? Just... Oh, I wrote it down. Bill, you get number 12. Scratch it off. Call in a number. Value is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. She spent this was like 12 cents. <laughs> So I have a I have a random K and G gift card from when K and G was still here in Louisville that has like twenty five dollars on it. I feel like I would have to find like I would have to go through the list of people I know and find who lives somewhere close to a K and G and give it to them or give it to somebody I don't like who lives nowhere near a K and G. 
Or go online and use the gift card. You know what? I forgot about that. Yeah. See? I'm trying to save you money. See? That's what I'm trying to do. Appreciate that. But what would you rate this truth? Um, This truth for me is, um, I would say that it's a poblano for me. Um, it could irritate others, most definitely. And I'm still torn on it just because... I mean, unless I unless I missed it, I didn't I didn't hear anything about this being necessarily will to anyone. I know, like you said, it's just part of the estate. But what if no one knows about the gift card for me? That's the part I feel like is the hard part for me there. I don't know. So liken it to what if you found a stack of ten thousand dollars in a drawer and pocketed it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not yours to take. True. Thievery always. You, you you don't. I don't stay with a bell pepper. You automatically at least go up to a uh, at least a poblano. But you stole from your dad, grandma. Like I don't think you thought about that. Yeah. I don't think you thought that through. Like oh, you know, my grandma's dad want to steal from her. Right. It was probably impulsive. You probably saw it and just stuffed it in your pocket, not thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old you are. I don't know how much of that plays a role, but you out there buying big dog tools. I imagine that you were an adult. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you're maybe you're over 25 and your brain is fully matured and I give you a, a side eye because think about it. Say it's your mama and you find out your nephew stole something from your mama. Yeah. It, it, it I can understand people being real heated by that. Right. So I think it's for me, it may be a jalapeno and I, I'm giving you the side eye because mm. it, you know, if it was my mom, if I, you know, you have to take my mama stuff or, or think about what you just said about your wife. What if I'm over there helping afterwards and I see like, oh, it's a gift card. You know, I ain't going to lie. I've seen the stack. She shouldn't even walk around with that stack. <laughs> Real talk. Because, like, you know, it, she can barely c- carry it because of her height. But um, <laughs> she's, she's going to love that. Love you, girl. But for real, though, like, if I just took her, her stack of gift cards, because, you know, it's a gamble. I mean, there has got to be. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to probably think there's at least $1,000 worth of gift cards right there. I, I, I've seen it. And coupons and returns. And she keep forgetting. <laughs> I love you. I shouldn't be calling you out in these streets like that. I love you, though. I lo- look, come on. I'm going to give you a stool and let you punch me in the eye. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you. Only if you can jump up there and get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode. So uh, for those that don't know, Lamont is married to a very beautiful woman. Yes. And uh, she has been, uh, she's hosted a, a Time Warp show uh, somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, she's about three six. No, no, she's not three six. Okay, that's a mafia. That's a whole different thing. Who just got into a Bone Thugs and Harmony? Oh no, no, really? What? What happened? She's she's four ten with heels. (laughs) (laughs) And I tease her about her height. But if you're out there and you're you're you're, I guess it seems mean to make fun of someone's height all this time. But she makes fun of me. Does she? No, <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't catch that <laughs> when this happened. Now I feel bad. Like, oh no, I don't want her to feel bad because she's she don't care. Like, let me be, let me be very clear. She can hear me, and everyone who knows me and knows her knows she can care less about what I say. 
One day she was over here looking like a elf on the shelf. <laughs> she looked like she came from Whoville. Like she was so cute. I just wanted to put her on the metal piece. I almost did, but she had to go home. <laughs> I love you, girl. Your husband wants no parts of it. He's like, no. That's why I'm chilling out. Hey, babe, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm chilling. She's going to be like, I'm going to need you to start talking about her husband. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll do that. <laughs> crew i'm chilling so for the whole crew and for those who don't know we have a group of friends and we go by crew y'all y'all see i'm over here standing on the sidelines i ain't got nothing to do with this so or maybe i do because i'm part of the show i'll take it that, yeah. i'm gonna ride with you i appreciate that yeah, i got you I, you know I, I just got here foolishness yeah now. it is what it is crew it square is. you know what i'm saying <laughs> crew squared <laughs> when my kids went Crew to the third? Right. <laughs> no one's going to understand. Oh, like, man. why is crew to the third industries taking over the world? Because we hey. showed them the way. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, that was a jalapeno for me and a poblano for you. Yeah. All right. So, what truth do you have for us this week? All right. So, my truth is titled, I put a firework in someone's letterbox and it haunts me. This has been bothering me for some time. When I was 11, my dad brought me to Northern Ireland to get fireworks. Included in this was 10 boxes of black cat bangers, which I was given full access to. This, along with many other things, was quite irresponsible of my dad. Halloween came around and everyone wanted to hang out with me because I had loads of fireworks. This was fun, but in hindsight, they weren't really my friends at all. Anyway, Halloween night arrived and long story short, I put a banger in someone's letterbox. I think I got the idea from seeing my dad nail up our letterbox. I feel guilty as hell for doing this and hope the person didn't get too much of a fright or get hurt. If they're out there reading this, I'm sorry, and I'll have to live with the guilt of my stupidity. So I have to ask, mm -hmm. what's a banger? So um, when I went to go research it, because he said he got it in Northern Ireland, um, I had I kind of had to try to pull it up and see if there was any listing for a Hellcat banger here in the States. And the closest thing I got to a Hellcat banger was an item that kind of looks like this. And I know you all can't see this on the show, but I'm trying to show Vicky what I found. So it looks like a a large firecracker with the on a stick, almost like a Roman candle, but not. Yeah. So it, it, it's a firecracker or noisemaker. It's a small explosive device primarily designed to produce a large amount of noise. Yeah. So, okay, I can kind of picture a giant, what I would call a giant firecracker mm -hmm. or a, what do you call it, a, a black cat? Yeah, or, like a black cat, yeah. Or M80, yeah, uh, yeah. this big giant. Something that makes more of a sound rather than the actual visual. But if you put it in a mailbox, it's going to warp some things. Yeah. Odd enough, what I'm reading the story, hearing your story, an 11-year-old putting a firework inside a mailbox seemed like a poblano to me. Mm-hmm. The Reaper is the father who gave the 11-year-old fireworks. Mm -hmm. I can't understand. I I know there's a levels. Everyone has different levels of maturity, yada, yada, yada. And, I, and in a safe context, I can understand. Okay, let me safely help you light these. Let me give you some guidance and teach you. I'm all for that. But I was once 11. I'm glad I didn't have that. I remember one time they used to throw jumping jacks at people. Yeah. Like, and so jumping jacks guys are another firework and it, they light up and like you light the wick, you're supposed to light the wick, and put them down and they just jump up and down. Mm -hmm. But what would happen, because I grew up in the hood with trifling 
people <clears throat> didn't say it. They would light them and throw them. They'll hold them for a second and then throw them at you. And then you were running because they popping up on your legs. And Oh, yeah. But you would think you would go in the house. But nah, we just keep staying out there. Just kept running and running around. Now, what I wouldn't play with was the Roman candles. When they would point Roman candles at each other. Uh, again, Roman candles are like these long, large tubes. You're supposed to hold them straight up in the air and they shoot up in the air. Well, I grew up in a neighborhood where people would literally point them at you and not realize there's a backfire of sparks and the sparks would singe their arm, but you've sent a, uh, some type of, what's it called? The um, Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That towards another human being. I didn't. I would. I would go in the house when they start doing that. Oh, yes, time now, to go. with the uh, jumping jacks, I stay outside. With uh, Roman candles, I want no parts of it. Yeah. No parts of it. And and I, yeah, the fire. How you do it though? I don't know what culturally it's like there, or if it's acceptable. But right. I wouldn't let my eleven. And then you give it to a bunch of kids. You let a whole bunch of kids. It's like giving them a load gun. Yeah. And and maybe it's not that dramatic. And there's somebody I heard that's a gun owner is like, oh, no, it's not that dramatic. But it's like a loaded gun. You just I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Not my kid. I mean, <clears throat> my initial thought process with it was that it was also pretty much at the most a poblano because it could irritate others. Obviously, whoever is letterbox, as they would state or here, we'd say, you know, mailbox you put it in. But I guess my my other position where I kind of agree with you as far as the Reaper, I kind of had to go back and think of how, how, I guess, unrestricted a lot of kids were growing up during our time and just comparing it to even our our kids now. I can remember, you know, I could get out of school and I didn't come back in the house until it got dark. And we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have smart watches that our parents could track us. We didn't have tiles or air tags or whatever you want to call them. We didn't have that. We were just out here. So we could be gone and we just knew to be home when the lights were on, came on. So that's how our parents knew that we were safe. Um, now, I don't know if maybe they had contacts in the neighborhoods that they think we may have been in and been able to call people to see if we were out and about. But, you know, when I think about it, depending on how this person is, if they're from my generation in, in particular, I could easily see how this could have happened. And I also can see, unfortunately, how it works when you let a group of kids all hang together and you give them something like this and then how uh, mischief can be inside it. It's very easy. You know, I can remember being a kid and getting access to a BB gun and wanting just to see it and mess with it. And we ended up uh, shooting it at the ground. We were shooting at the ground and we were out in the Highlands area here in Louisville. And for those who don't know, the Highlands area has a lot of older buildings, uh, a lot of older homes that have like the really nice stained glass windows and things like that. And we ended up shooting it at the ground. And when at one time I shot it, it actually hit the concrete. It ricocheted off and went straight through somebody's stained glass window. My immediate response was to run. So we ran, we hid inside the house. And when this occurred, uh, the cops were called. Cops were called, they showed up and I am now terrified. And I, I thought that, you know, I was going to get in trouble. There was all these different things. And technically, I mean, I did. They, you know, we were at a we were at a girl's house and we were trying to hide and we basically the girls tried to cover for us. But 
I think everyone kind of already knew. So we kind of hear the cop in the background and he was basically saying, you know, if you all come out now, there's no issues. We'll get this figured out. So instead of us hiding about it, initially we were going to run out of the back door. We went ahead and gave up, came out and talked to them. And the people whose house it was, they informed us that these stained glass windows were, you know, several decades old. These were very old windows that aren't very easily replaced. Um, luckily, the hole was very tiny and they kind of let us go without any issues and we didn't even have to pay them for it. But it could have been a lot worse. So my my thing with this is, like you said, as far as the father, the idea that we give kids that much freedom and they are around only other kids, sometimes that may not be the best moment to give that much power to someone. And it just made me think of that. That's why I even uh, brought it up is it made me think of my own moments as a child and being like, man, some of the things we did were really dumb and they could have ended up a lot worse if something just could have been that different. Who knows if we could have hit somebody or anything else. So mm -hmm. for me, like I kind of agree with you uh, that for me, it's more the father's a reaper and the actual truth itself or the confession is a uh, poblano. I can I can totally get with that. You said something that was interesting. Mm -hmm. And I, too, you know, we were. It's funny. We were born. You know, I was born in the 70s, 79. Yep. And we were free. We did. Uh, there are times that we were all over the city. Oh, yeah. um, there's a firework event here in Louisville called Thunder of Louisville. I remember when it first started. Really? And, uh -huh, yeah. And we went up. So the bus was free. We went up on the bus. I, how was it? I like 12. Mm. I was with two, my brother who had to be what, 11. And then my cousin who was what, eight, nine. We are up there. Oh, there were no cell phones, people. That did not exist. Yeah. And that was, this is in the nineties, but with the third of Louisville, but we were up there all day. We walked home. We didn't get home to like, I don't know what time. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. We walked from fourth in what, wherever it was, 4th Street, 4th and Main Market yeah. to 43rd <laughs> Market. Yeah. Oh, man. For those who don't know, that's that's not a short walk. No, no. Nah. We walked all night long. And no one ever, we, man, we went hard, too. We went with a little cooler. Man, we was geeks. People made fun of us. The cooler fell. It was a thing. But it was okay. Yeah. We went, I, I, it was okay. We, we made a day of it. We, we But... That's a family function. And there are probably kids today that are experiencing just that where their parents don't realize that's not an okay thing. Right. We have gotten to a place where, you know, my kids weren't allowed to go outside by themselves until they had a backyard that was fenced in. If they wanted to go outside, we were out there. If they wanted to go somewhere, you know, we're with them. Mm -hmm. my, they, they don't even catch the bus. And I know we're blessed and we have that privilege that we get to take them. But my whole point is that sometimes I see stuff on the news. I'm like, why Why is a 12, 13, 14-year-old outside at this time? But I was. Right. I, the summer, we'd be out all night on the porch, in the front yard. You know, I can't leave the front yard. But the whole neighborhood is in front of in front of our house. Yeah. Soon all we woke night up. long. I yeah. mean... It was nonstop. And oh, yeah. so, so yeah, it is for us. It feels like, yeah, they don't do it no more. But right. there are people that still do that. Yeah. There are kids that are still out there 
just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, going outside and play because that's all their parents ever knew and understood mm-hmm. and never thought of the consequences of that. Right. And, you know, you don't have to be overprotective and crazy person like, what are you doing now? And I got to be with everything. I mean, we have to give autonomy to our children. Mm-hmm. The way that they become better is giving them autonomy. They build confidence. And then in that confidence, they make, they make better decisions. And so, I, I, don't, I don't know. He's 11, yeah. But I don't know. It just popped in my head that, yeah, the dad was out there wilding. And the dad, I gave him a reaper, but... He may not have known any better, right? Because that's what you know yeah. how he grew up, and and that that cycle continues. So just just food for thought. Yeah, we're just looking at it through a new lens. I that I, I agree with you. That's probably why we immediately went to a reaper because the way we think of how we do our kids today versus you know yeah, if we would have had kids back at the time we were you know children, we'd be like yeah. But I don't think it's just back in the time. I think if we had children and lived in a different part of town. Mm. Yeah. Where this is more apt to have kids out just all doing whatever. See, we get in today. I mean, literally, I bet you today we could go down. I, we know it's true. Yeah. How many times have we seen stuff on the news and these You're kids right. are outside? You're so right. It's happening today. It's just that our peer group, we, 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 people walk, people, uh, birds of a feather flock together. I know yeah. there's some similarities there. Not if you do one thing, everything's the same. Right, right, right. But, the way that we raise our kids is the same, mm-hmm. typically. Yeah. And that's just how we roll. Yeah. And, but so I guarantee somebody's 11-year-old has fireworks out there doing what they do. And, you know, and there, there are parents and kids out there doing whatever, and they do care. And there's some that don't know that there should be some limits. Right. And it's not that they don't care. They just don't recognize mm-hmm. that the need for a limit. So Well put. All right. Well, let's go into uh, truth in the news. All right, so what do you got for us this week in the news, Lamont? This week, I actually wanted to talk about something that most people may not actually know is a lot, goes a lot deeper than they actually might uh, have information on. And it's the Dollar Tree hike of their prices going up from a dollar to a dollar 25. Over the past year, I guess, there's been a lot of conversation where originally there were conversations about issues due to COVID and other things that Dollar Tree had said at this point in time, um, the price of a dollar being our market is the most important thing. Within a couple months, that shifted, and now there were discussions of it moving up to $1.25. And in the recent weeks, maybe a month or two, it's actually been finalized that they are going to move everything up from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. In reading this, there's actually a couple of things I did not know that Dollar Tree, the same company who sells everything for a dollar, actually over the past several years bought Dollar General and Family Dollar. I didn't know that at all. That was uh, big. Uh, I believe that they've also been in business for. 35 years? Was that correct? I think it's a little bit longer. Since 86. Oh, since 86. So. I think it's since 86. Yeah, that'll be 35. That's 35 years. Yeah, all good. Because <laughs> I remember you saying 86, that's how I got the 35 number. It's all good. It's all so, good. It's I got you. I'll go back slow. from there. Yeah, I'd keep it in there. Keep it mistake in there. Yeah. That's what makes me me. I'm dumb okay. sometimes. I'm not fooling with you. I'm not fooling with you. I, I don't math. <laughs> not I don't math. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. But um, yeah, so basically um, around um, 
that they announced that their plans to raise the prices to $1.25 on the vast majority of its merchandise at all stores by around May of 2022. Um, they are actually going to get rid of their everything's a dollar signs, which are something that has been plastered around their stores. And for them, people don't really think of it this way, but that is a 25% increase in pricing for everything. So that is going to be pretty big for them after having this price be a dollar for 35 years, which is longer than I've even been here. Um, so at this point, Dollar Tree is also on its third CEO in six years. I think that's a significant problem. Um, me, myself, working in corporate America, I can't imagine having three different CEOs in a six-year time frame. Because even in my role, I plan out for a year to two years, sometimes even three. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a director. I can't imagine someone having to come in. I mean, the learning curve. And then within two years on average, you're out. I think that's a red sign that there's some significant problems. Yeah. No, I, as a matter of fact, I mean, any information you have just on that, as I know you're kind of a little high, you're not even a little, you're higher up in that field, uh, just dealing with that kind of thing. Do you have any information on what could go into making such a huge shift? Because I know within your own dealings with, you know, just things in general, there's a lot that goes into that type of movement. So the, the higher you go up, the more political it is, and you have to gain political capital within your organization, and you have to gain the trust of your board. So whomever is hired, they could have personality conflicts with people who report to them. They could have personality conflicts with the board. They could get in and realize things are far worse than they were sold or told. Mm -hmm. um, and some people could get in, it's the Peter Principle. And the Peter Principle is often... Um, people are hired one level above their competency. So you keep raising the ranks and going up the ranks because you're so good, but you hit a level where you are no longer competent. So mm. without really knowing the company and, and really doing a deep dive, I mean, there could be a, 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 a litany of reasons why there's such huge turnover. But, and, you know, if if those boardrooms could talk, I'm quite sure that there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of money at stake. And if my livelihood depends on you and I don't trust you, I, I may be trying to gun for you to get out of there. So I'm sure it's a lot of upheaval for the company having to switch directions multiple times. Mm. And I say switch directions again. I don't know what their strategies have been, but I do know I think about the workers, the associates, like that's where my interest lie when it comes to what I do and the impact that has and the trickle down effect has to be frustrating because you don't know and then you you add COVID and you add all two years we've been in COVID for almost two years yeah it's COVID-19 so it was identified in 2019 we're in 2021 we're headed to 22 it's it's we're two years into this so so, yeah, so I, I did kind of cut you off and start talking about that, but go ahead. No, 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 that's actually what I wanted. Um, you actually helped me out by actually kind of explaining that information. I just thought it was interesting just um, 
I no, uh, I think you actually answered my question, so I appreciate it. I just think it was interesting because, you know, a lot of the conversation I've seen online is either people have been joking about it, of course, because, you know, that's kind of the discourse of how things are handled nowadays, especially with social media and everyone having a voice. And then other people being, you know, adamantly upset about it. And, you know, as far as the business end of it, you know, there's been some conversations that they had to remove certain items due to this price hike or um, before the price hike, because, you know, while other competitors could kind of fluctuate in what they were doing because they're pricing model was a lot more fluid they just had to be really rigid and because of that there are certain items such as their frozen foods and things like that that they had which i'm not gonna lie i actually kind of forgot that they had frozen sections because i just never went enough for that type of thing but you know there's always a cost balance with these type of things that as the regular customer you don't really see and i understand you don't really care because that's Mm -hmm. not what you're there for you're not really there to kind of figure out if the company can survive you're coming in here for the product that you're looking for and that's all you want out of it and it kind of made me think of the way that we deal with restaurants here in the u.s um, you know how tipping is a thing here and restaurants in other countries, it's it's actually frowned upon in a lot of countries because they pay their employees a certain wage. And I've had conversations with people who've worked at restaurants and owned their own restaurants before. And one of the topics that we discussed was that they've done studies to show that some people get upset at the idea of prices being raised for food and uh though some of those same people get upset about tipping so it's like you're picking it's like a double-edged sword either way like you're damned if you do damned if you don't i personally look at it as if i would rather pay more for the food i'm paying than have this working class that doesn't get compensated fairly yes because it's not so much about me having to tip because it becomes weird then because the conversation becomes, well, if I've only came here and ordered a $10 meal and I'm tipping you at 20% or 25 or whatever it may be, that's still not a lot compared to the person who orders $150 worth of food. And what differentiates that if both meals that we got came on the exact same size plate? Now we're tipping just based on what you charge for the food. I feel like it gets into the weeds, whereas I would rather you just pay them a living wage and then I can just pay for my food. And now we don't have to play this weird game of am I tipping enough or am I being a bread? It just it just gets all over the place for me. Yeah, I think you make an interesting point because we have what the I forgot what it's called, the great walkout right now. Mm-hmm. And, and the news are saying that it's difficult for people to people are leaving in droves and. Um, what's happening is, in my humblest of opinion, that people are identifying that I should be treated better, that I could do something different and live and not be treated poorly. There was one company who is Tyson, Tyson Foods. I think they are going to start giving people insurance at like half at uh, part time hours. Mm. I think they're raising their price, their 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 wages, going to give insurance, full insurance to people with part time hours. I think it's like thirty two hours. Okay. And I think you know, yeah, you all are hoarding billions upon. I, I work in corporate America. I work for a Fortune forty one company. Mm. I was very specific. You might be able to figure out what it is, and I I tried not to even bring up who I won't ever mention who they are on this podcast right. specifically. I see the waste. 
we probably we I know we have I'm going to look it up. The gross national product of most countries don't have the budget line. I don't, they don't have the budget I have in my department. Mm. Dead serious mm. that I have power over. And so how about we pay people mm. so that they can have all their needs met? But you still got money. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be so greedy. Yeah. And and so it all of it goes back back to the the truth and news as we wrap up the show. It is a twenty five percent pay hike, a cost increase. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would have been if they had did the cost of living year over year since nineteen eighty six. What what would we be at then? If inflation prices from eighty six to today, it probably cost us five or six dollars. I was gonna say, would it be the Lincoln Lincoln it, tree at that point? You know, a five. Or, you know. It would be five below. Yeah. It, you know, you Funny would uh, that 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 inflation. Of course, what I think about are the workers. Is the people who are in the the stores having to experience this frustration from the customers? It's the um, people trying to make decisions and trying to do the best thing. I feel for all of them because it's a world post-COVID is going to be different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that we interact and everything that all the changes that are coming down the pike. I really don't have a a dog in the fight. Mm. I don't want to pay $1.25 for my handicaps, though. I really like them, though. Like those those hot fries. And I really love the cheap stuff at like uh, the Dollar Tree, like the cheap candy, the cheap snacks, the cheap um, uh, what they call um. Uh, I can see them. Oatmeal cream pies. Okay. Bomb. They're delicious. <laughs> they got uh, some of the candies gross. Like some of us, like you got to try some candy. Like yo, y'all had this on the on a, a container ship for six years. Yeah. Y'all had this on the container ships in night since nineteen eighty six, and y'all just now getting this up through right. here. Right. You check some of them dates. You be like, oh okay. But I, I ain't gonna front. I, I go in there and let the kids feel like they doing something. Right. Man, have you ever taken them Christmas shopping? $10. You, you go. They filling up baskets and, and excited and, yeah. and they love it. And so, I don't know. Hopefully that tradition will keep going for some. But $1.25 inflation and I'm, we here. Yeah. We, we here to, like, it's, it's not, we're not getting cheaper. All right, guys. All right. That does it for this episode of Pick Truth. If you like today's show, help us out, subscribe, and send the show to two friends. If you haven't done so already, join us in our Facebook group, Pick Truth. Oh, and one other thing. Don't forget to email us at picktruthmail at post.com. And we're looking for some volunteers who are willing to listen to our episodes a week before they come out and kind of edit them or not even edit them, just listen to the edits to make sure that I've called everything to do a little quality and short. So if you're interested, um, shoot us an email at picktruthmail at post.com and we'll probably put something in the Facebook group. Oh, and please note that we are on TikTok, Instagram, and we do upload the episodes to YouTube as well. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. All right. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.